financial problems, elder law, criminal law, tax problems, business matters, divorce, personal injury, bankruptcy, your life, your reality. Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Today's topic is houses in foreclosure and my kid is in big trouble. Double story. Brian Smog, good morning. Good morning, Ken. Nice. Jeffrey Linden, good morning. Good morning, Ken. Scott Weinberg, good morning. Good morning. My kids are never in trouble. This was one of the best good mornings we've ever had. I love it. It's going to be a great show. I can just feel it in my hands. Case study today. Sherry and Randy. Two children. Jet, 12 years old. Michael, 17. They live in Farmington Hills. They have a home, $235,000 market value. First mortgage, $240,000. Payments, $1,350. Second mortgage, $30,000. So they're upside down on this house. Payments three seventy-five. Other bills eighty-five thousand dollars in credit cards, paying twenty-one twenty-five a month. Net take-home pay for the two of them seven thousand seven hundred fifty dollars a month. Here's their budget. So you're looking at imagine you're looking at the budget. Okay, you got income of seven seventy seven thousand seven fifty. After your expenses, the mortgage thirteen fifty, second three fifty, the credit cards, two payments on the cars, medical bills, car insurance, utilities, health insurance, food miscellaneous. Their expenses are eight thousand one seventy five a month. They're four and a quarter upside down. They've got a stressful family situation. No money because of the credit cards making those payments, so they're in the credit card trap. Randy blames Sherry for shopping too much on the credit cards. Sherry blames Randy for going to the casino, betting on football, and playing cards every Thursday night with the boys. Apparently, Randy doesn't do that good of a job at the card game. I was going to say, do better. They fall behind four months on the house, and a foreclosure notice is posted on the door. This is traumatic to any family that goes through it. Big fight ensues. Michael leaves the house, meets up with his friends, Michael's 17, smoking dope, drinking, gets busted, and MIP is issued. This is a case for Brian and Scott. Brian, can you save the home? Yes. Okay. Scott, can you keep wow. Michael from going to jail for the rest of his life? More importantly, we could protect his record. Okay. Now that we have the answers to those two questions, the show's over. we can <laughs> cut the show right and you can watch commercials for the next 25 minutes. Now back to Brian. Okay. How do you keep this house from... Uh, what, first, before we talk about saving the home, explain to me what this foreclosure process is All right, and so how to stop it. When you are behind on your mortgage payment, 
the, and you reach four months behind. That's three missed payments of 30 days and one day late on the fourth payment that's due. You're four months behind. When you reach that point, the lender can start a foreclosure proceeding. Foreclosure is the action by the lender to take the collateral that you've pledged, which is the house, back from you, giving you an opportunity to cure that before they go to sheriff sale, but when they sell it at the sheriff sale, they're selling the house out from under you because you have chosen not to make the payments for some reason. So how do you stop? What are the ways in which you stop that foreclosure? Number sale? one way, reinstate the mortgage. Write a check for all the money you're behind, plus so the attorney's I, I fees. and four, four months payments behind, just write a check for the $9,000 or so and I'm done. Effectively, if you, you, you can. Problem, I don't have the $9,000. Oh. Did you check your, your pockets? Don't have it. No? Can't borrow it. Underneath the pillow? In-laws won't want it to me. Parents are deceased. Okay, so now you've got... Brother has no money. At Sister this, doesn't talk to me. At this point, because you're calling me, what's happened is, is that that foreclosure notice has been posted on your door. They say they're going to sale at a certain date. Four and weeks from now. Four, four and a half weeks from the time that uh, it's published. All right. So what can we do? We can file a Chapter 13 Wait, bankruptcy. Wait, can't you a loan modification? Well, we could have sought a loan modification out, but unfortunately, realistically, there isn't enough time at this point to get a loan modification before the sheriff's sale. If you're 120 days or less behind, you can utilize the Reg X and file for a, a loan modification, and they have to consider it and adjudicate it. So it goes through a process right. then before they can start a foreclosure. But at this point, you're more Too than late. 120 days behind. So now they're starting a foreclosure So process. I either pay or loan mod is out, or what do I do? Chapter do do? 13 bankruptcy may be an option. Now in this case, what we've got is Sherry and Randy have an income of, a net income of $7,750. And as you pointed out in their budget, it appears that they're negative $425 a month. They're actually more negative than that because you also pointed out they're in the credit card trap. So they're paying $2,125 a month on their credit cards, but they're probably charging up $1,500, $1,600 a month on their credit cards at the same time. Well, they time. use all the money they have to make the credit card payments, so then they have to keep using the credit cards to buy things because they, they don't have any actually, cash. Actually, if they didn't have the credit card debt, they wouldn't be so far negative. They would have a positive surplus. Okay. Maybe it's $500 a month, plus their mortgage payment, that's enough to fix the problem. I can take what they're behind on their mortgage and cure that instead of paying it right now. Because you know the bank is sitting there saying, pay me now or I'm taking your house. Instead, well, can't you call up the bank and say, listen, I owe you $9,000. I know I got this foreclosure notice. I'll give you $3,000 today. Will you give me another six months to catch up? So, Can't you just call them up and ask them that? Here's what just happened on the TV show, is about to happen. A sound of a clown laughing is coming over the phone, okay? Because they're- And you can see the image of the clown behind you. Laughing hysterically. So- You're saying that they won't do that? No, they will not do that. Okay. They should do that, but they don't. They, they should, but they won't. Okay, so you have to do this chapter 13 then to stop the foreclosure. Take a break, I wanna cover when do you have to file that 13 by? Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 
If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Fav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Fav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, Dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. I love you too. Bye-bye. That was Jerry. Emma just said her first word. Oh. Jerry says hello, and they'll be over soon. Who's Jerry? Is he a friend of yours? No. This Jerry. Our Jerry. And this is his wife. And their little girl. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, so Brian, when do you have to file this Chapter 13? What about this sale? Isn't there something about the sale date? I hear magic about this. So any sort of bankruptcy would stop a foreclosure. A Chapter 7 wouldn't help you save the home, but it would stop the foreclosure. A Chapter 13 will stop the foreclosure and help you save the home, but you have to file the case before the sheriff's sale. If the sheriff's sale has occurred at 10 o'clock a.m. on Wednesday, whatever, then you're done. Too bad. Chapter 13 won't help. Chapter 13 will not help you. If you file it 10 minutes before the sale, it will? Legally, yes. Okay, so it's critical that if you're facing foreclosure, you need to get in, see Brian, see another bankruptcy attorney. It's not just seeing them. The case must be filed. You file these electronically, right? Yes. yes. So we can. if you're at the deadline, you can still get relief. 
Preferably, I'm sure you'd rather have them come in a week like ahead of time. A week ahead of time. The day before is still fine. We've but done an some, emergency. I've done them at 8 o'clock in the morning when the foreclosure is at 10 but o'clock. it must be before the 10 o'clock sale. And that's usually the time of the sale, isn't it? Yeah, 10 o'clock is the most yeah. sales. Mm-hmm. Right, so uh, it depends on the day. Some days it's Tuesday. Some, some counties it's Wednesday. Important. Okay, mm-hmm. now... What do you accomplish in the chapter thirteen? So, Other than you've stopped the sale, how does it then? How does it then work? What, what, what do we get out of this? Well, so the chapter thirteen is structured reorganization. It allows you to repay some or all of your debts over a period of three to five years. In this case, what are we trying to do? We're trying to. The bank wanted four months worth of mortgage payments, or six months, or ten months, however far you are however behind, behind. Instantly, it says I can take that same amount of money, spread it out over five years if I need to and pay it back at the smallest number possible at no interest. That's a good deal. I also get to take all the other debt that they have, the oh, credit card debt. I got $2,125 of credit cards. How much am I going to have to pay on that? So they have $85,000 worth of credit card debt. Most people that file Chapter 13 are filing it to stop a foreclosure or stop a repossession of a car or to deal with income tax obligations because we can't do an offer and compromise. And most credit cards and hospital bills end up getting zero. All right. Tell me about the second mortgage on my home. And also, is there something you can do if I'm upside down on my car loans? So in this case, the second mortgage on the home, remember the house is worth $235,000. We owe $240,000 on the first mortgage and $30,000 on the second. When you have more debt on your house than you have equity, in other words, when your house on the first when you mortgage. owe more money on the first mortgage than you do, than the house is worth, which in this case I, I do, can, I can do something called the lien strip. All right, so you lien strip and you get rid of the second mortgage. Right, their is budget it? looks good. They get rid of the credit card debt. They get rid of after they're done with the chapter thirteen. They go from negative four twenty five a month to positive twenty three hundred. Well, it's not really positive twenty three hundred. The reality, like I said, budgets that when you're paying the twenty one twenty five in the credit cards, you're borrowing some of that every month. But they're going to a positive cash which flow, which they can start saving from for the a future. negative cash flow, right. which will help them save for their future. Right, so yes. Quickly, what about if you have a car where you're upside down on the loan? Can you do something on that in a chapter so thirteen? Two different things we can do with cars, and a lot of people that are falling behind on their homes are also behind on their car. Payments. What are the two things you can do? We can cram down the car so we can pay the fair market value in a chapter thirteen of the car. So reduce the amount of the loan effectively? Yeah. So if you're if right. your car's worth ten thousand and you owe eighteen thousand on it, we can pay ten thousand. Okay. What's in the, the second thing 13. you can do? We also can if your car isn't crammable for like various if it's a reasons. Lease. Let's say it's a leased car. Well the lease is a different question, but if your car isn't crammable, you can we can lower the interest rate to the to what's called the till rate, which is basically fair market interest rate. So if I took rate, out one of those lousy loans where I'm paying 13%, you 13, can bring it down 24.99%. What can you bring it down to? Probably five and a half, six. Wow. All right, so there's really? lots of things in a Chapter 13 you oh. can do over and above saving the house from foreclosure. Now, with a lease, a lot of people fall behind on a lease also. Right. We can take the arrearage that you've accrued on the lease while they're out looking to repo the car, and we can spread that out over the remaining life of the lease also while we're catching you up. And That's if they haven't repoed the car. So you right? contact yeah. the leasing company to do that? No, we, we yeah, through the bank, but it's yeah. through the bankruptcy. Oh, through the bank. So, okay. That's yeah, great. Lots That's of sweet. opportunity to fix all of these problems. 
unless, but if you ignore them, the car's getting repoed, the house is getting foreclosed, and you're living in a tent and riding a bicycle. I want to worry about Michael now. You got me covered. The Chapter 13 saving the house. We're getting the budgets turning around. Everything's good. But Michael, my kid, is an MIP. Scott, what do we do about that? Mike had more in his cup than just coffee. He had some other things he wasn't supposed to have. So here's the story with MIPs. So two years ago, they changed it. It used to always be misdemeanors, which sometimes that's actually better. If a family thinks that their child is charged with a crime, they take it more seriously. And what happened was it, two years ago, they changed the law. So now if you're charged with an MIP first offense, it's a civil infraction. And the problem is it doesn't go on your criminal record, but families don't take they don't take it seriously. So what's the difference between civil infraction and misdemeanor? So a civil infraction isn't going on your criminal record on your first offense, and you just pay the ticket. The problem is that's here in Michigan. So you have somewhere that your kid's up at uh, University of Michigan, right? Go blue. And they get an MIP. They pay the ticket. They pay this MIP civil infraction, and they think it's all set because it's not a misdemeanor. But now they're trying to get a job in New York where it potentially is a misdemeanor, and they're going to treat it like a misdemeanor so on your record. So you said you, 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 you had a minor in possession, which is a civil infraction in Michigan. Exactly. And a different state may treat it differently. It might treat it like a misdemeanor. Well, why is right. it on any sort of record? Well, we can go through that. Well, hang on. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to go through exactly your question. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Fav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Criminal matters are serious. Your freedom, future, and wallet are on the line. Criminal defense attorney Scott Weinberg is a former prosecutor and renowned criminal lawyer. For over 30 years, he's the go-to defender in Michigan to protect your rights. Scott's advice, you have the right to remain silent. Use it. If charged with a crime, call Scott Weinberg today. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. And remember, stay silent. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. Time for announcements. I want to remind our viewers to listen to us for Law and Reality Live on the Praise Network and also on KISS 105.9, Tuesdays 10 a.m. and Saturdays 7 a.m. and on KISS Sundays 7 o'clock a.m. Remember to sign up for our free monthly contest, free $100 Visa gift card, Law and Reality hat, and a copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. All you have to do is go to the website, pop your email address in, and you're entered. Every month we make those giveaways. It's a great opportunity. We have a seminar coming up Wednesday, December 11th, 6 to 7.30 p.m. I'm going to become debt-free in 2020. Great idea. How to switch from trying to keep pace with your debt to actually saving money for your future so that when you get to retirement, you've got something to retire, retire with. 
Debt elimination is a key part of that process. Special segments by Jeff Linden on taxes and also by Scott Weinberg on criminal family-related issues. Attendees get a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Sign up at thavgross.com, lawandreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Also remember, you can always come in to the firm for a free consultation. Just call 888-235-HELP or go online to sign up. Debt issues and estate planning issues with Brian, tax issues with Jeff, business issues with myself, elder law issues with Pat Samasco, disability uh, and workers' comp issues with Jeff Kirshner, criminal issues, criminal issues with Scott. Just take advantage of that free consult. It's not a meet and greet. We analyze the situation. We tell you what you need to do. We tell you what it's going to cost. So then you can plan accordingly and make your proper decisions. Free reports also. We've got free reports on the website. Just go to the website. Uh, there's four free reports. Brand new one, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions by myself and also uh, Jeff Linden. Uh, How to Save Your Home from Foreclosure, Business Formation, Loans and Grants for Small Businesses in Michigan uh, and in the Detroit area. Pat Samasco has a Retiree's Guide from Social Security. I want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samasco Law, Michigan Criminal Lawyers, PLLC, and Jeff Kirshner Law. Now back to the show. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. A lifetime of hard work. If you don't have the right plan in place, you can lose your home, your savings, and more. And you didn't come this far to lose everything. Samasco Law wants you to know that laws are changing. Today, the average cost of nursing home care is $85,000 a year. With proper planning, we can help protect your life savings and get you the Medicaid and nursing home benefits you deserve. How much can you afford to lose? Call Samasco Law today. Nothing provokes panic and fear like the threat of a school shooting. Unfortunately, we've seen a sharp increase in students making copycat threats in order to gain notoriety. I'm Macomb County Prosecutor Eric Smith. Students, this behavior will not be tolerated. Felony charges will be brought against anyone who threatens the safety of our schools. Parents, please talk to your children and pass along this message. If you threaten our schools, it will cost you your future. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, so Michael gets this civil infraction. You're saying he shouldn't just pay. Don't pay. What, was it just like a fine? First of all, don't ever pay a ticket. Don't ever pay your tickets, whether it's a MIP ticket, a traffic ticket. Always call just an attorney take first. Them, put them into a garbage can and throw them away? Those are your tickets. But every other person should call their attorney. Call Why? me. Because well, you well, always no can kidding. do something with these tickets. You always have the opportunity to negotiate. It's just like what buying a, a car. Do you ever go and buy a ticket? 
do you ever go parking tickets you usually can can't do much with. okay but do you ever go to a place and just pay sticker for a car no you try to negotiate it's the same thing with a ticket always Ryan negotiate small would choose death before paying sticker for anything. And I that's what people should have for anything. I am so excellent. Excellent. He has heart palpitations when you even say that. Well, that's right. So whenever you're charged with a crime or you get any civil ticket, always talk to your lawyer. Always call me about what to do. Even if it's just a free consultation. Does it cost me I'll anything to call you? No, we'll always give you a free consultation. And we give payment plans, too. So you don't need to always put the money up front. You can always work a payment plan with our firm, too. Because well, on driving violations, it's about not just the violation, it's about saving on your insurance down the this road. That's exactly right. Every time you pay a ticket, I don't care if it's an MIP civil ticket or a traffic ticket, your insurance, especially for your teenager, is going to go up in well, your what, house. What about one of those, you, 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 you end up paying it, but they took it under advisement. Does that ever show up on a record? So they usually don't take tickets under advisement, any, any traffic tickets under advisement. If they have like a criminal case and they take it under advisement, that's always better than if you're convicted. It's called a delayed sentence. So you have an opportunity to work to be able to get it off your record. Right. Those are always much right, better. Back to Michael. All right, so your point on Michael was, even though it's a civil infraction, I think there's two things. That may not be construed that way out of state. That's exactly. And the right. other one is if you do a civil infraction as an, for an MIP and then you get another one, then it's a misdemeanor. Then it's a misdemeanor. So then that's you have a much bigger problem. Exactly. So take that first MIP civil infraction, extremely serious, try to get it where it's not an MIP on his record. How do you do that? Even civil. Well, you hire an attorney so that we can keep that off his record. How do you do that? How do you, what do we you negotiate do with the prosecutor? You know, I used to be a prosecutor. I know how to negotiate with it. So you negotiate to get it so it's not an MIP civil infraction so that if your kid gets another one up at college, mostly like at Michigan the State one. where they drink a lot, then <laughs> they would be able to keep that up. What, what do you say? At U of M, we don't really have that problem too much. But at Sparty, believe me, they have a lot You can see the flags of... in the background now. <laughs> but that's really important is that Who you want to be able to keep Who has the better basketball that. team? Well, we're going to see this year, aren't yes, we? Yes, we will this year. We're not put my money on Michigan. We're not going to discuss football right now. No. Well, that way. Football is not, not, not up for but, discussion. But if, but if the, I'm outnumbered three to one here. But yes. listen, if yes, the listeners, if the listeners can get one thing out of this, what I'm saying is always take, if your child is charged, I don't care if they're 13 in a juvenile case or if they're 26 and they're still in college, always take it serious about what they're charged with, what they get a ticket, because it can affect their, their record, their license, and their future employment. So rather than paying the ticket on the civil infraction for an MIP, you go to Scott or an attorney that exactly. knows how to get it done. You end up getting it into like impeding traffic well, or something, something like that. Well, something that doesn't go on their civil record that As is going to MIP. cause a second offense. Does an and MIP, that's been, uh, does that affect your, your driving record in any way? It can affect your driving record, but more importantly, they think that anybody who gets an MIP, they're more likely to get a drunk driving. That's how these judges think about it. So if you want to keep it off your record so that you're not seemingly a substance use or abuse related type of client, you want to be able to keep it off your record because judges are going to look at you differently if you have that MIP on your record. Wow. So here's the, the interesting thing. The law changed making it from a misdemeanor to a civil infraction. People then become less lax and concerned about it. But the truth of the matter is 
you need to be just as vigorous about it because you don't want to set your child up for that first offense because then the second offense is a misdemeanor and then it's a, it's a bigger problem exactly. at that point. You also run, we only have about 10, 15, 20 seconds left, but you also run into the problem when you're later on applying for jobs and they ask the question or licenses, have you ever had an MIP? Well, or have you ever been charged with a crime? Yeah, which you is get really rid of serious. that if right. you turn it into a traffic violation. Scott, thanks for the info. Jeff, always fun. Brian, great to have you as always. Have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week with Law and Reality.